Welcome, everybody. Thanks for joining to the Rink Podcast for another episode, episode 28, as I said. Puff, who's 28? Any good players in the top of mind, number 28? 28. I'm going to, I think in my head, I'm thinking Steve Thomas, but I might be right. Oh, uh, uh, Duchesne, the defenseman Duchesne, Steve Duchesne. He was 28. He's 28. Okay. There you go. Yeah. I'm going to ask you every time now, uh, how are you doing? You're down South. It looks like, well, I know you I, are. we are in, uh, St. Lucia, the beautiful yeah. Island of St. Lucia. Uh-huh. Uh, there is zero hockey rinks. I actually looked that up today to see if there was anywhere. Barrett wants to skate oh. bad. Yeah. Austin's fine, just chilling at the beach. Did you but, bring um, skates with you? No, we would have. We, oh, okay. yeah, we did not think there'd be skates down there. But um, we, uh, there's no such thing as hockey down here. It is yeah. a soccer nation. They like their soccer. Yeah. And I was out with a guy. No hockey. I was out with a guy on Monday night from Barbados, and I asked him the same question. I said, nice. "Is there any hockey rink?" He didn't. He said that I, he didn't believe there was any hockey rinks in Barbados either. Oh. So. Yeah, no. maybe an opportunity to bring some ice rinks down to the Caribbean. So how was your week? I mean, I know you're in out down south, but since we last talked, you had a couple of games. You had the NHL, NHL All-Star Weekend you were All-Star. at, I think. Yeah, how was that? It was excellent. We went. Uh, we were lucky enough to go on the Thursday night to um, – we went down to the uh, activation area where it was like all, all the companies that sponsor the yeah. the uh, event, and we yeah. were able to get in a, a bit to watch uh, to get autographs. Nice. And the boys got a bunch of autographs, and cool. uh, then we went to the draft, uh, which is oh, pretty yeah. cool. Although, as um, Buble and uh, Bieber let on a little bit of extracurriculars oh, for the little fun was celebrity going on there. Hosts, so they weren't. I exactly saw that on, on the news. Point. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, oh, were but, they both? Because I only yeah. saw Buble was they had, uh, they had some fun. Well, Buble definitely said he was. Bieber just appeared yeah. to be because he basically sat yeah. down the whole time. Like he either looked like he was having the worst time or he thought he was seeing things. But gotcha. um, okay, it was fun. It was good. It was a good event. The I mean, NHL players aren't the best at um, that kind of thing. They're not as engaging usually uh, publicly. Right. Even right. it was funny. Um, uh, one of the captains was Nate McKinnon, and okay. he's like, "I don't like public speaking." Right, <laughs> that like, was his comment. That's sort of what you're here to do. Yeah, yeah. Well, so, um, yeah, but um, but it was it was fun, and then we went to the game on Saturday, and nice. uh, I would have loved to have seen a little less passing. They were overpassing constantly, yeah. but yeah, um, it was entertaining. The best players in the that's world good. were putting on a show. And yeah. I picked Austin Matthews to get the MVP, and he and, did. So that was. And can uh, you bet on that game? Ten like, to one. Can, can you bet? Oh, I bet a lot. And how did you do? How did you do? I was losing every yeah. bet, and then I hit every the bet. big one at the end to win for the day. Clive, he went down to that fanfare on Sunday, and he nice. got a lot of autographs with Martha. Um, but they were all mascots. We have a book of mascot autographs is what we have. Oh, yes. And the, but the, you, the one mask, what mascot do you think wouldn't give him an autograph? There's a trivia for you. It better not have been Carlton. It was gritty. Oh, gritty. Wouldn't they? No, no autographs from that gritty. Prick. Just, yeah. <laughs> wouldn't do it. Wouldn't do it. So now we do it for the kids. Wouldn't do it. Wouldn't do it. I don't know if it was just my kid or just whatever, but, um, I tried to bet. I probably the cranked them in the groin or something. I tried to bet on the All Star game, but I couldn't. You know why? 
I was in Rochester. I didn't realize you can't. So you can't vote in the U.S. Is that a deal? Yeah, you can't bet. Uh, you can only bet in Canada. Oh, I did not know that. Particular, yeah. I tried to bet, and it wouldn't let me. It said my region wouldn't do it. But anyway, we watched a little bit when we were down in Rochester for a tournament in which <clears throat> the Ted Reeve Thunder won, just so you know. I don't know if you looked at it. Congratulations. I did not. And in fact, if you include if you include the games we won in that tournament, I think we're on a 10-game winning streak, the Ted Reeve Thunder. Wow. Yes. I, I did not know that, but I do have something in the rankings that would mm-hmm. would align with what you're saying. Yeah. So good. Well, I'm looking forward to it. We'll get to that really quickly here, but you know, a couple things to talk about Rochester. We got lots of cologne as uh, the last episode suggested. We went to through. That's all anyone cared about. That's all they cared about. We went to three different Sephora's to find the best deal. Um, and I'm not sure we got one. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but it was great. It was really, really good. But we had an incident, actually, Puff. We had a parent kicked out. Not our team. The other team. A parent. The referee stopped the game oh. and kicked the parent out. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So okay. we were in the game, and the parent was yelling, and he got a warning. And then, you know, he yelled again. This was, like, all in the first period, right away. Ref gives him a warning again. Mm-hmm. Or, no, second time, he asked him to leave. He's like, you got to go. You got to get out. And we were on this, like, overlooking balcony type thing. And so the parent, I think, of the other team thought he was being crafty because he just kind of walked off the balcony and then kind of slithered his way down to the boards and down to the glass. Yeah. And was kind of like, you know, put his hood up and just being a little, you know, trying to be in El Cognito down there and not be recognized. But I fig- uh, one of our parents, you know, went and talked to him. I saw this and then he left. And I, I was curious on what happened. And then afterwards, I found out that the parent, which I did not know this rule, explained to him, if you don't go, your team can get a penalty. Oh. Yeah. And so we had to approach him nicely and, you know, just cautiously because he was all hot. But he was like, hey, just so you know, if you don't leave and the ref sees you, he can call a penalty on your team and give you until you leave again and keep doing that. And so... There was an indoor part, so I think the parent left. But, yeah, it was quite an exciting game, that one, where, you know, when there's a little bit of drama, it's always just a little bit fun to be around, isn't it? I I had a little bit of drama on my last game behind the bench on Friday night at Scotiabank Pond. We mm-hmm. were playing uh, Lee side, my younger guys, the U12 team. Yeah. And, um, you know, we jumped out to a quick 4-2 lead, which is pretty nice. exciting for our team. Yeah. And uh, they came storming back and they, they, they were up five, four oh. and they were doing, uh, I mean, no, no offense, uh, no, no, no uh, hard feelings on them, but they were heading into our crease and they were being physical with our goalie and our defense, which is, you know, it's on the refs to call it. The problem was the refs weren't calling it. Right. And so, so as you know. the goals were happening, I was getting hotter and hotter and I was telling our kids, you have to move these kids out. And they were trying to, but they were being a little bit physically overmatched. And so I'm saying to the ref, and I started to yell at him, it's like, you know, you've got to get them out of the crease. And he was yelling back at me that our players were putting them in the crease, which was not the case. And so he I got to the point where I really just wanted a penalty because I wanted to have my, I just, I was just ready to go. And yeah. yeah, And, um, cooler heads prevailed, but I was pretty hot about it. I, I could be here on the video. <laughs> across the ring. 
Did he have a green armband on, Puff? He did not. If he had the okay, green good. armband, I would have backed off. You would he was a veteran to... official. He should have yeah. known better. And yeah, so, so did you win the game at the end of the day? Or we lost. Or we lost 9-5. Nine to five, nine to five, yeah. Oh, yeah. But um, it was not the referee's fault, but he did not do us any favors with, uh, no. with the crease yeah. management. Well... Yeah, while you were doing that, I was deep into Rochester barbecue, I think, on Friday. Right, we went, uh, I, so a couple of things I want to come back to Rochester on. Best barbecue I've ever had, Dinosaur Barbecue. If you're ever in Rochester, highly recommended. Great price, better food. Really? The best barbecue? One of the best barbecues I've ever had, easily. Wow. Easily. I raved about it all weekend. Um, we also went to an RIT hockey game, Rochester Institute of Technology. Yeah. They were playing uh, Niagara, uh, the Pur- Purple Eagles, who I yes. saw last year against Mercyhurst. Uh, so that okay. was cool. It was fun to go to the university game. The kids had a lot of fun there. And then, yeah, great group of parents. We They threw us a, this, this, if you can believe it, this, this tournament threw us a keg party at the hotel. There was a free keg party for all the hockey parents. Like no put on by the tournament or the hotel. Yeah. So we all just went dead, had keg beer and did karaoke in this huge ballroom. It was hilarious. The Americans do do it right. They do. They, they may have some of their faults, but they, yeah. they know how to host, host youth sports. But it was a, yeah. Anyway, it was a fun tournament. We hadn't been away in a long time. So it was a fun tournament and I'm glad we went and we won. And so now we're back and we're right back out. We had a game last night against uh, Avenue road ducks at golden park. And we won that one too. So, um, yeah, so we're feeling good. We're feeling good right now. So puffy, before we get into, uh, the rankings, I have a little game for us to play today. Oh, perfect. I was going to do a little bit of who is, who is the Toronto Marlboro Hockey Club? Talk a little bit about the Toronto Marlboro Mar- Marlboro Hockey Club because it is an institution, right? One of the glamour franchises for sure. Yeah. So, like, as we've been doing this pod, and as I've becoming more and more understanding of youth hockey, it be, it's pretty clear to me that the Toronto Marlboros are a pinnacle club. And so, I was doing this, and as I was going through this, I found these, uh, you know, who played there and who's been drafted to the NHL, and I was going to quiz you on it of. I'm going to give you some, you know, I'll give them the, when they were drafted, where they went and where they were overall drafted, what year. And you have to tell me who the player okay. was and they played on the Toronto Marbles. Do you think okay. you can do that? Perfect. I think okay, I let's start with an easy one. Let's start with an easy one. Okay. We're okay. going to start really easy off the gate here. And this one is drafted first in 2015 by the Edmonton Oilers. That is Connor McDavid. Okay. Okay. How about this one? Drafted 24th overall in the 2012 okay. draft by the okay. Boston Bruins. Hmm. By the Boston Bruins. 2012. What did you say? 12th overall? No, 24th overall. 24th overall in the 2012 draft by the Boston Bruins. He has a know. brother who also plays in the NHL or did. How about they're from Sudbury? Hint. Nick Ritchie? Malcolm Subban. Sudbury. I do not know. Oh, Felinos? No, Malcolm Subban. Oh, they're from Sudbury? Well, I think they're f- maybe from here, but lived most of their youth in Sudbury because I read the book. I read the, the dad's book. The Subans? Yeah. 
Pretty sure. I don't know if that's you can, true. No. They okay, you know what? Toronto. Stoff, I don't know. While we're doing this, maybe let us know if I'm right on that one. So it's P.K. Subban's dad emigrated from Jamaica to uh, Sudbury. So that's the connection. There it is. They they got their start playing in the in the, Toronto, but... But they lived yeah, up in they, Sudbury. Okay, I'm going to give you another one here. Okay? Yeah. Um, how about this one? How about this one? Drafted third, 2015, by the... Arizona Coyotes. Oh, um, Strom. Dylan Strom. You got it. Yeah, Dylan Strom. Okay. Okay, here's the next one for you. Drafted second, okay, 2001 mm-hmm. by the Ottawa Senators. Jason. That's a- yeah, these are, these are too easy. Okay, I got to give you a hard one. Drafted 10th, 2014 Anaheim Ducks. You got that one, Puff? Because if you got this, you know all okay. you know this stuff well. Who is it? Drafted 10th, 2014, Anaheim. Nick Ritchie. Okay, so you're too good at this game. You nailed it. Part of it is just I know who gets drafted where. But yeah, but well, yeah, the, the Marlboros probably have the most um, high NHL draft picks in the last 15 years. I do right. think, though, like looking at the standings, they seem to be in a bit of a downturn right now. They're not as strong okay. as they were, say, five, 10 years ago. But they're still yeah. obviously very strong. They have a great yeah, history. Their history. Well, listen, Marbles Hockey Club traces its roots back to the 1800s when local businessman John Earls founded the athletic club. Um, it was named after the English noble family, the Dukes of Marlborough. The club adopted the family's name and crest, symbolizing qualities of leadership and courage. And initially, they participated in a variety of sports, including baseball, football, lacrosse, boxing. But then the club eventually honed in up on just onto hockey. Uh, The club entered organized hockey in the late 1800s, winning its first championship in Toronto Lacrosse Hockey League in 1900. Olden days, olden days here. Yeah. Uh, Over the years, the Marbles expanded the teams, competing in a variety of leagues, age groups, and winning many championships. Uh, And it integrated in the NHL. In 1927, the Marbles became affiliated with the NHL's Toronto Maple Leafs, contributing to the strong farm system for developing players. Um, Achieved significant success in junior hockey, winning a record seven Memorial Cups between 1929 and 1989. And many Marbles have gone on to play for the NHL, contributing to the success like the Maple Leafs, as we've talked about, and the players we just uh, talked about so yeah huge legacy there at the Toronto Marbles so that feels like a uh, a club to be on you know part of history if you're on that team so there you go speaking of well, life, I, I'm pretty yeah. sure John Tavares has I, I think he's put some money back into the organization yeah, so oh, yeah. I think they, they might take a turn when his kids start popping through he was yeah, drafted first by the New York Islanders in what year do you know uh Tavares 09 mm-hmm. yeah you're too good you're too good all right speaking of too good why don't you tell us what's going on with the good rankings here puff hand it over to you where's everyone sitting as we get into the crunch time so yeah we're we're definitely in the playoff push it's crunch time now so the rankings are going to have a bit of that flavor letting people know uh not just where teams are ranked but how they're close they are to clinching um, regular season championships throughout the G. Ten. So let's start U10 AAA. Uh, sees the G holding down the top three spots and five of the top ten. The top-ranked Toronto Marlboros 
clinched the GTHL regular season title, can can clinch the regular season title on Friday with a win or tie versus the second place and second ranked Vaughn Kings at Canlan Etobicoke. Uh, U10AA has G with three of the top six in Ontario with the EastEnders leading G teams in second spot. The sixth ranked Toronto Wolverines can clinch the West Division title with a win over Humber Valley Sharks Friday at Canlan Etobicoke as well. So that big could Friday be night. a spot for a lot of teams. Yeah, big Etobicoke. Friday night at Canlan Etobicoke. Friday night Canlan Etobicoke. Uh, U10 single A continues to have no G teams in the top 10 with the Vaughn Rangers who have clinched the West uh, regular season title leading the way in 32nd spot. 37th ranked Markham Islanders can clinch the East regular season title if they earn five of six points over their last six uh, over their last three remaining regular season games. U11. U11 AAA has the top three and four of the top five from the G with JRC leading the way in top spot of the rankings. However, it's the second ranked Toronto Marlboros. So maybe I was mistaken. The yeah. Marlboros well, at the younger ages are young, are This dominating. is U10. Yeah, the younger age they're coming yeah, up. Yeah, this is U10. This is U11 now. Oh, U11, uh, yeah. The, the, the second ranked Toronto Marlboros are in the pole position to win the regular season title, needing to win their final two games to take the crown over JRC. So I ask you, GCAT, would you rather finish first in Ontario or win the regular season GTHL championship win first in Ontario. So you're like number one in Ontario or you win the GTHL You're ranked first in Ontario. Yeah. I think the G championship, I think Reg- like my gut's telling me, Oh, not the whole way. Okay. Well then the other one, I want to be first in Ontario, like straight up. That's, that seems like the one I would want. What would you want? I feel like I'm making the wrong answer. No, it's tough because it's definitely more of a bragging rights thing for the kids to say they're on the top team in Ontario. Uh, but it's always weird if you say that and you didn't even win your league, which can happen. Um, right. So I don't know. It's like like becoming it, president it would, without the popular be, vote. It's tough. I, mm-hmm. I don't know. I think for if it's for JRC in that situation, I mean, it's pretty cool to be the number one ranked AAA team in Ontario, but they're not even going to probably win their league title, which is – uh, probably surprising for the kids. Yeah. Uh, huh. U11 AA continues with three teams in the top 10 with Vaughn Panthers, the top G team in seventh. Despite winning 22 straight league games, the Panthers do not control their own fate for the West regular season title. If the eighth ranked beast win their final four games, they will be the champs. Nice. U11 single A with no teams in the top 10 from the G. Lee side Flames leading the way in 18th. Our friends, the Vaughn Rangers, 13th ranked, Coach Mike. Uh, sorry, 37th ranked. They need just one more point to clinch the West title. U12. U12 AAA sees the G domination continuing with the top four and seven of the top nine with the North York Rangers in top spot. The Rangers clinched their third straight regular season title Wednesday night with a win over the Reps. Uh, U12AA has the top two and three of the top four all from the West with the Faustina Toros in top spot. The Toros need five points in their remaining three games to win the West title. In the East, 13th ranked Ted Reeve Thunder needs seven points in their final five games to clinch the regular season title. U12 single A still looking for uh, to top, uh, sorry, 
U12 single A still looking at the uh, for a top 10 team, but the Vaughn Rangers are just outside in 16th spot. Great race in the East for the regular season title with four teams separated by three points with four to five games remaining to play for the Avenue Road Ducks, North York Knights, Ted Reeve Thunder, and Leaside Flames. U13 AAA has the top two teams and three of the top five from the G. Top-ranked JRC needs seven points in their final six games to clinch their second regular season title in three years. U13 AA has two of the top ten from the G with the East Enders in top spot in ninth, one spot ahead of Forest Hill. The 14th-ranked Duffield Devils had a huge 4-2 win over the 16th-ranked Vaughn Rangers and can clinch the West regular season title by earning four points in their final three games. U13 Single A has no teams from the G in the top 10, with the Leaside Flames leading the way in 39th. 40th-ranked West Hill needs just one point in their final game against Avenue Road to clinch the East title, which would be the first for West Hill in the 2011 age group. U14 AAA is uh, dominating the rankings with top 6 and 7 of the top 11 from the G. The Markham Majors can clinch the regular season title with a win or tie Friday night against JRC at the Pond. It will be Markham's second straight regular season title in the 2010 age group if they pull it off. The U14 AAA, just in general, Mm -hmm. this is sort of the year I would feel like you really start to see a separation of players and those AAA teams are really coming together. Would that be a fair assessment around that age, that U14 age? I would think that that is the age that uh, agents start um, coming around the teams, players start yeah. start having representation, uh, players start to position themselves into the best spot for them if they're right. looking to go uh, to the OHL. Um, you're in that final three years before the draft. So, yeah, I think there's a little bit of a switch from end body checking starts. So right. um, that also changes the game for um, for the kids for sure. Yeah. It's got to be a lot of but pressure. The G2010 group is very strong for it, for it. Seems like it. Yeah. We should we should come back and make some predictions. For sure. Right? Yeah, no. And yeah. that would be an interesting age group to sort of hone in on and make some predictions me and you. Well, you would make them and I would just say okay, let's follow. Yeah. Uh, okay, so U14AA has a new number 1 with the Vaughn Rangers knocking Scarborough Young Bruins off their perch with the Bruins falling to third one spot ahead of the Toronto Eagles the Vaughn Rangers clinched the West Division title for the first time in the 2010 age group last Sunday with a win over the Eagles and big congrats to that group they have been a top team pretty much the whole way through and have that's the first time they've ever pulled off a thing they've always sort of been uh, beaten out at the very end in very close races in the West. So uh, big congrats to that group for pulling it off finally. Uh, Well-deserved. U14 single A has the top two and seven of the top ten with uh, from the G with the Toronto Eagles leading the way. Huge game Wednesday night. Vaughn Rangers East versus Forest Hill. Just three points separate them for top spot in the East. U15! U15 AAA has the top four and five of the top nine with JRC leading the way. Just two points separate the top three teams 
in the standings. JRC had a huge 3-0 win over first place and third-ranked Toronto Titans to pull them within two points of top spot heading into the last four games of the season. U15 AA has a new number one with the Vaughn Panthers taking over top spot with the Vaughn Rangers in third and Ted Reeve Thunder in fifth. Ted Reeve have clinched the East regular season title for the first time at the 20 at the 2009 age group. Good for them. Uh, U15 single A sees the G dominate the rankings with the top seven spots in eight of the top 10. And we have a new team in the top 10. The Ted Reeve Thunder have cracked it finally. Congrats to coach Rob so and the we, rest of his staff. Yeah. Uh, top ranked four still needs seven points in their last six games to win the East crown. But yeah, right. great job by your boys. They're finally 13 to 10. They flew up They're, the rankings a, with that big that's tournament That's a big win. jump. Well, the tournament, we played a team that was 12th, and that's who we beat yeah. twice. I think yeah. is how that worked, right? And then on top of it, we've had some other wins around it, which has helped us, I think, get to that 10th position. And I know there's a lot of frustration with um, mostly parents, I'd say, probably coaches yeah. as well with the rankings. But for a, a system that ranks teams that they really don't see, um, yeah. by this point of the year, it does start – it is pretty accurate for what it is. Yeah, um, for for ranking teams across North America, I'm so, not complaining. Um, I'm not complaining. Yeah, we no, but it shows your team. We had a goal playing good hockey. Yeah. Boom, top ten. They're deserving to be goal. there, and they've gotten top ten. Yeah, and we hit it. U sixteen. U sixteen AAA has five of the top seven from the G, with the Vaughn Kings remaining in top spot. Vaughn Kings need four points in their last three games to take the coveted regular season AAA title. U16AA has two G teams in the top 10 with the Mississauga Beast leading the way in third. Huge game coming up for the Beast next Tuesday against the first place Vaughn Rangers. The two teams are tied with the Rangers having one game in hand with just six games remaining. And finally, the U16 single A has six of the top seven teams from the G with North Toronto leading in top spot. North Toronto need eight points from their final five games to clinch these title. Fifth-ranked Von Panthers need just one point in their final three games to take the West. And that is it for the rankings this week. Everyone's uh, excited for the playoffs. Everyone is jockeying for position, which is really, really, really good. Um, so, yeah, it's critical. When do the playoffs start? I guess they all start at different times for different divisions, right? So, yeah, has any division started playoffs yet? No, um, but no. there are. There was one, I was looking going through things, there was one or two, I think AAA, that are basically um, at the end of the regular season. So playoffs right. will probably start in the next couple of weeks for sure. Yeah. Um, but it just sucks for those teams that um, at the older ages that don't make the playoffs, their season's done. Yeah. Some teams that will be done uh, their season by the end of this week. Yeah, that's what you said last time, and I know. But I said the only glass half full on that is you can go away for March break. So for sure, yeah, (laughs) take a month. Yeah, which in our position now that we've clinched, you know, we want to go away for a night or two, but we don't want to miss a playoff game. So that's the new challenge that we're facing. You are definitely in that uh, window of uh, you can't go anywhere. No, we go. We we may come to your house. You can't. You've passed. 
passed. You've, yeah, you've yeah. passed it. You've passed the, the trips. We're coming over to your house over. for dinner. And hopefully yeah. for you guys, that's sometime. That's it. That's as far as you can go. Okay. Well, listen, um, so great. Uh, another great week. We're in the end. This is an exciting time for hockey. So given that, what do you think? Do you have a, You're on vacation. Do you have a vacation song this week? Did you think of one when you're down on the beach drinking your beers and hanging out? Uh, I have one for the crew this week. I did have, I was thinking about uh, maybe a vacation song, but I have to say that the song that I hear all the time uh, it the uh, down here uh, off uh, both boys' phones is the song called uh, "Greedy" by Tate McRae, and since All Star Weekend, she has taken a prominent place in our household, and both boys feel she's a dime. Is what yeah, I've been wait, told. Is she the Taylor Swift of the NHL? She, well, she, I would. That's pretty. She, that's pretty high praise. Um, yeah, but she, well, uh, she's, she's a, she definitely she's a very popular singer. She's playing Budweiser stage this summer. She was like yeah, prominent at the NHL All Star weekend. She, was, she did great at the All Star. She was very, very. Um, she was great during the uh, draft and uh, the game, and um, she's definitely picked up some fans. I think um, in my house, Calgary. Yeah, she's from Calgary. Come on. Yeah. Yeah, she's um, good. Okay, Tate McRae. Now, mine was more of an album, actually. I've been listening to a lot mm-hmm. lately, and it's a bit of a throwback, but a new album, which is the new Green Day album, which, you know, out of oh. nowhere, Green Day is back on the scene. They were just as hot as they are now as they were when I was grade 9 or 10, and you were in your, like, third year of your career or something like that. And, um... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was in your prick. And uh, they got this new album out, and I've been listening to it tons. There's a song, uh, Dilemma, that I really like. There's another song really? called The American Dream is Killing Me. Uh, it's a great album. You can like It's one of those albums right now that I put on, and I can listen to the whole thing. And uh, so really playing that a lot lately, over the last week or so. Yeah. yeah. Has their sound changed, or is it still no. like... No, it sounds like Green Day. <laughs> it sounds like the exact same. It sounds like a whole lot more Green Day. Yeah, which, I, you know, to be honest, I needed. I needed. I missed Green yeah. Day. Yeah. And they're playing this summer, but tickets are really expensive, I think. So I don't know if I'm going to go. But that's my song of the week, or we'll I'm going to go out. with an album this week. Yeah. So with that, I think that's all we got for this week. Yeah. Puff, we've had a little bit of a delay, everybody. So if you've heard a gap in sound between Puffy and I, it's because... His vacation uh, internet isn't uh, is about two seconds behind everything, so we've done our best to keep that going. Yeah. Hopefully, it wasn't too bad. Other than that, teams, coaches, parents, we uh, all the best as we run into the playoffs. Here, we've got a couple of interviews lined up for next week, so we should have some more of those dropping coming up over the next couple of weeks. We had the rankings, we talked about the Marbles, we said it all. So, uh, Puff, with a little bit of a delay, is there anything left to say for this week's episode? Perfect. Okay. So that's a no because the delay is long. (laughs) But uh, regardless, uh, please listen on Apple, on Spotify, follow us on YouTube and Instagram. Stoff, thanks so much for doing this. Again, sorry for the delay. We look forward to having Puff back here with good internet. And uh, thanks, everybody. Have a great week. All the best in the playoffs. Yeah, Puffy, those frogs are are something, eh? That sound in the background. (laughs) 
Oh, the frogs are here. The frogs are joining us.